welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, SotoCast. The first, the best, and the only Sherlock podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I'll be the detective. Uh, with me, as always, is the companion. Andy. Today is the finale of Sherlock, and uh, before we do that, we'll talk some, uh, some announcements today. Stephen Moffat. Officially confirmed season four and five, even though we already knew it was gonna happen. Stephen Moffat actually said it's gonna happen. Right. First of all, it was um, it was Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman that confirmed those seasons, like way back in you know back in the summer, before they were official. Right. Basically, basically the reason these seasons are happening is because. Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman want them to happen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Stephen Moffat finally came out and said it, and said the ideas are the best we've ever had. Well, I don't know about that, because <laughs> he had some good ideas. But also uh, for the announcements, uh, Spring TV has begun for 2014. We've been watching some shows. Andy's seen two, I've seen five. I am uh, going through each of the new shows and I'm uh, making individual articles on our, on our uh, WordPress as well as having a cool little TV battle that you can find on our Facebook page. So be sure you follow us on Facebook as well as uh, our WordPress because the battle itself isn't on the WordPress. So the battle is on. The battle's fun, it's just fun. It's just, the game is on, so the battle. But what I <laughs> for what we really uh, we should really talk about is uh, season three of Smaller on the Outside, which is going to begin three weeks from today, and it's going to be on uh, 24 seasons one through eight, and we have different uh, formats that we can do, and we we haven't decided exactly on. Uh, there's there's three different formats or cho choices that we have in order to do it. One is the one episode three shift plan, which is, is that the fact that there's always 24 episodes in any given season of 24, and according to their wiki page, every season follows a three act format, and instead of three acts, we would call it shifts, first, second, and third shift, uh, and this is the original plan that we had, uh, but because there are eight seasons of 24, that means watching four episodes uh, a day, not including at a day, for almost two months straight. And that doesn't give us a, a lot of time to do pretty much anything else. So, I thought about another uh, plan, which was instead of one episode for each season, we'd have two episodes for each season, making the entire season three smaller on the outside 16 episodes, not eight. Instead of three shift, it would be four, which which is morning, afternoon, uh, evening, and good night, <laughs> and night. But the problem with this is um, that it would also be every single week for like four months, which is a, a third of the year, and that's also taking up a lot of time. It gives us more time to wa watch other things and uh, and stuff like that. But we are also doing one season for most of the year, and that's kind of uh, weird. So, uh, we have the third option, which is kind of uh, a mixture of the first and second one. It's, uh, it, there's still eight episodes. We would instead split it up to every other week instead of every single week for the seasons, which gives us more time to watch each season. 
Uh, it also gives us more time to watch other things and our time isn't as constrained. Um, it'll still take like four months, but instead of being every week, it'll be every other week, which might be better. So, which choice do you like? I don't feel like sticking to a strict schedule, but I mean, if I had to choose, I'd go with the last one. I think it won't take us two weeks to finish a season, but I think it will take longer than a week, or it may sometimes take longer than a week. We might be able to do it sometimes in a week or less, but most times it'll probably take longer than a week. I don't think it'll take full two weeks though. Right, and if we have to modify the schedule, we will do that because obviously this would go all the way into May, and for the most part reports are saying that 24 to live another day is late May uh, premiere date. And since there's no actual premiere date, we can't exactly know, but uh, 24's last season finale, its series finale, uh, was on May 24th, and I'm thinking that they're gonna have some kind of anniversary thing going on, and it's gonna be on May, May 24th when they premiere it. It's probably gonna be Monday. It Maybe Sunday. It'll probably be Monday, though. But if we need to modify it, we can do that. But as for now is that it's on the third choice, which um, the first episode uh, of the third season would be on February 3rd. Alright, so let's talk about the third season finale of Sherlock called His Last Vow. I've dealt with murderers, psychopaths. None of them can turn my stomach like Charles Augustus Magnuson. You go against Magnuson, and you will find yourself going against me. But Sherlock Holmes has made one enormous mistake, which will destroy the lives of everyone he loves. And everything he owes dear came his own. Sherlock continues on BBC One and catch up on BBC iPlayer. Which I didn't really understand the title. Yeah, his last vow was just pretty much talking about, um... His speech in the second episode, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, uh, the episode starts off. We're introduced to this old guy with glasses. He's the guy that set John on fire. I forget his name already. Charles Augustus Magnuson. They all have like M names, so it's it's confusing. Mycroft, uh, Moriarty, and Magnuson. And what it appears to be is he's got these glasses. There was a clue in the second episode for Magnuson. There was. Yeah, I saw it in a theory. During, I think they actually showed it in the episode too, but it was so quick that I wasn't sure. Um, when they were looking at the dinner guests, like who had responded, mm -hmm. um, Sherlock said that she, he, he told Mary that Cam said that he wasn't coming or something like that, and Mary gave a strange look. Cam is short for Charles Augustus Magnuson. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> huh. Yeah, alright. So there there was something in each episode for that. Okay, and but I don't think most people would even catch that. No. Some people caught that and I saw it in a in a um in a theory online. Alright. Well anyways, he's got these uh <laughs> glasses in the beginning of the episode which you think are the cause of his Terminator slash Iron Man vision. He can look at somebody and analyzes them like a computer, like what you'd expect to see out of the Terminator. You see these lines of code and, and, and words and and what it's just boiling down to is what's this person's pressure point. Yeah. And once he finds out the person's pressure point, 
he can push pressure on them and basically get them to do whatever he wants out of because he's like the king of blackmail. That's basically his role. Um, and Sherlock thinks he's the biggest, baddest, most dangerous man on the planet. But the the time frame of this episode's all off, so it's all weird. So when the episode shoots over to Watson, he hasn't seen Sherlock in a month because he was at a uh, drug house. <laughs> no, because he just got married and he was on honeymoon and stuff. That's why he hasn't seen him in a month. But I thought nobody has seen Sherlock in a month. No. Because uh, he's undercover. No, no, no. No, uh, Watson hasn't seen Sherlock in a month because, first of all, he has been on his honeymoon and things like that. And secondly, because maybe there wasn't any cases. Well, there's always cases. And so, but Sherlock was there the whole time. He wasn't in the drug thing the whole time. <laughs> that that was just at the end. He was he was dating that one chick the whole time. Yeah. Um, he Janine. was. He he was at this drug uh, induced house when Watson finally found him because drug he was, induced house, huh? Yes, <laughs> drug induced house when <laughs> when Watson found him and he was undercover. And he was, he was dating Janine, and pretty much, I'm thinking from the beginning, yeah, he's faking that. Because <laughs> the whole situation, he's trying to explain to Watson how bad a man this Magnuson guy is. And Watson is like, you have a girlfriend. And we're going to dinner. <laughs> You're in a relationship. And he's like, yeah. What? Yes. Um, but, no, he wasn't in a relationship. <laughs> well, he was. But he was being a terrible, terrible boyfriend. Because <laughs> um, he was just using her to get to Magnuson because she was Magnuson's uh, secretary. When Watson comes around, Sherlock gets him to go over to Magnuson's house. Or, no, place of uh, uh, work. Which he also lives at, so... Basically, that's why he was dating Janine, because she was the secretary. She could get him into the office, and bada-bing, bada-boom, once they get in there, she's knocked unconscious. But by who? Somebody who, uh, uses the perfume Claire de Lune. Sherlock's like, who do we know that uses Claire de Lune? And Watson's like, well, Mary does. <laughs> and he's like, no, not Mary. And he goes up to investigate... Uh, Magnuson's getting held up at gunpoint, and Sherlock gets in the way, and lo and behold, it's Mary. Mary is holding, uh, Magnuson up at gunpoint, and we're all like, gosh darn it, we had this theory in the first episode. Uh, she's like, oh, yeah, she's a bad guy. Well, she's not really a bad guy. But she is. Well, she at least she appears to be. Last episode, I said that I had a theory that I'm not going to say. I thought it was the first episode. No, it was the last episode. And I said, I'll tell you the next episode, uh, whether it comes true or not. And my theory originally was that the season is about Mary, which is true. Um, but the... The main idea is that you, she would either be a villain or a victim in the end. And then I saw some things on the internet which almost confirmed to me that she was going to be the villain. 
Right. The thing, like I just said with uh, her making a weird face about the cam who was not coming to her wedding. Mm. And then also there's an image um, that people found <laughs> in the scene uh, in the second episode that shows Mary and right behind her are like two devil horns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's your proof right there. And in that like in that same episode they showed a shot of uh, my my cross with like a halo above him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, we're thinking at this point that she's definitely a bad guy. But even though she was just holding a gunpoint up to the dangerous man alive, we're still thinking she's a bad guy. Because she's putting a gun up to Sherlock now. So she's gotta be a bad guy. Yep. Uh, and, well, yeah, she shoots him. <laughs> So we're also thinking, yes, she's she is a bad, a bad guy. guy. She has to be. She shoot, She just shot Sherlock. And this is when the show goes a little bit overboard on the craziness on Sherlock's mind palace. Because <laughs> he talk about getting high and tripping. Man, he really does go to that mind palace and we're taken there with him. And basically what, what he's trying to deduce is, okay, how am I dying? How do I stop it or delay it? Uh, I just got shot. Did it, is there an exit wound? If there is, if there isn't, well, which way do I have to fall in order to keep living? And then he's having these conversations with practically everybody that was ever on the show in his head. Um... <laughs> Ultimately, he falls backwards, and he's not dead, but he's going into shock, and then he goes further and further into this mind palace, which he seems to get stuck in, and he goes into, and he finds Moriarty right there in uh, part of his brain that's kind of insane, uh, while he's dying. And just before he's about to die, he gets back up, and he goes back up the stairs, and, well, he lives to tell the tale that Mary is the killer, the end. No, that's not it. Well, first of all, I want to mention something that we forgot earlier. What's that? Your theory was that uh, Molly's fiancé was going to be important, yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah, he, He's he, was, go he, wasn't he was gone in the beginning of the episode. They, they said that the engagement was off, like in one scene, real quickly, Sherlock deduced that, and that's it. Haha. <laughs> uh -huh. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, no, he's back alive and he says the name Mary, but Watson's too stupid to realize why he said it. So, uh, Sherlock. As usual. Yeah, so Sherlock goes after her himself. Um, he leaves enough clues for Watson to figure out where he's going, and he has Watson sit in the dark to act like. Sherlock, while Mary comes in and acts like she's going to kill him again. Well, we didn't know he was sitting there. Right, we didn't know he was sitting there. All we saw was a shadow. Um, we well, thought I, maybe it was a dummy or something, but... We I didn't. thought it could have been Sherlock, but I figured it was probably a dummy. Because uh, it wasn't showing him. I, I was guessing it wasn't going to be here no matter what. Um, but it was all a ruse to get 
Watson to see the to her. Um, and I guessed it was actually Watson during that scene. Um, because of all the clues, it would have led right up to that. I, I was like, yeah, it's got to be him there. And it was. Um, but that's when we get into a bunch of, you know, drama, drama, hiss, hiss. You're a liar. La la la. <laughs> <laughs> and they bring her back to uh, 221 uh, B Baker. 221 B. Yep. And then they have her sit down and act like a client because that's all she is now. She's not the wife of what, what? Well, she is. But she's only a client now and she, she basically gives Watson a flash drive with her initials, her real initials on it, and says, this is the real me. Don't look at it until I'm gone because then you're going to fall out of love with me and I don't want to see that happen, la la la. But basically, her case is that Magnuson had something against her, whatever that was, her, her past. Whatever was actually on that flash drive is what Magnuson had against her. And as long as he held it over her head, she was never safe and... Um, well, Sherlock had to deal with that. Basically, she was an ex-CIA agent, and I'm guessing she maybe tried to escape that life or something, and, yeah. and Magnuson found out her past and is endangering her with that information, I guess. Right, his whole thing, you know, he's got to be Mr. Blackmail. You know, that that's his agenda. So, again, Sherlock has to uh, confront Mr. Blackmail. And the way he does that is he offers an exchange. He offers to give him Mycroft if he gives him all the documents and information he has on Mary. That's when everything's all like, what? Because what happens is we are revealed that this uh, Magnuson has no papers, has no documents, has nothing concrete. He has a mind palace like Sherlock, except it's much more, it's deeper, it's... More physical. It's more physical to him. I, I don't think there is anything, there's no technology that he actually had. No. Ever. What we were seeing, it looked like technology, but it was just how he saw it in it's his head. It's just how he saw it in his head, yeah. So the, the reason Sherlock thought he was reading through his glasses was because it... it he felt like that's what he was doing. Like, he was actually reading something on right, his eye. Right, right, that's what it looks like. And he always took off his glasses. He cleaned them a little bit. And he's like, I don't, I'm just reading. And then he puts on his glasses. Yeah. So, obviously, you'd think that. So, in an earlier scene, he confronted the guy and said, These are cool glasses, aren't they? You can see the all information on there. But no, it's just, it's just really smart deceptive, mean, bully guy. <laughs> he's just a bully. And he's like this evil bully. And that's pretty much all he had because I was like, how exactly is he going to use his information that he has as proof? Basically, I guess he had influence over like magazines and, and TV channels and stuff. And that's how, so he can tell them to print that information. You know, even without giving them the proof. You know, it's interesting, because he was talking to Sherlock, and he said, you were, a, you were initially a, a hard one to find a pressure point for. 
So obviously he wasn't scanning through any files. He's For just Sherlock? a smart... No, he saw... No, he said at the end, initially, you were a hard one to find a pressure point for. Oh. But then he's like, then I tried for John Watson, and oh, there you go. He's your mate, uh, damsel in distress. Yeah. So, that's how he got started there. So, yeah, he's just a bully because at the end he was, like, flicking Watson's face and stuff. <laughs> he's like, would you let me flick your face? W would you let me flick your eye? Keep it open now. I <laughs> the whole thing was, like, a big bullying thing, and I'm like... Why exactly does he have to let this guy get away with what he has? He has nothing. I guess, yeah, I guess he would have influence over people who do have the actual files. But uh, at the end there, Mycroft and this gang of British government showed up at uh, Magnuson's house. And they're all standing there on the front porch. And uh, Sherlock's like, so there is no physical files. It's all in your head. You sure about that? You you're and he's like, yes, Sherlock. I'm just a businessman. I'm like, uh, and uh, Sherlock uh, takes his gun and he shoots Magnuson in the face, kills him, and suddenly Sherlock is a murderer. As soon as Magnuson revealed that it was all in his head, I was almost certain that was going to happen. Whether it was Sherlock or Mycroft or you know somebody. That else. seemed like the logical conclusion, but I was like. This guy is a pretty decent villain. I mean, Moriarty's a hard act to follow, but he, they did pretty well for being yeah. uh, like an equal to Sherlock in the smarts division and all that, because they always need a villain that's uh, as smart or smarter than Sherlock, and he seemed to have the same thing going on for him, and he's got an interesting way to use his brain. Uh, so I didn't think they would just kill him off like that. I thought maybe that Sherlock would um, somehow use his intellect to get the government to shoot him. Like, even though he wasn't a direct threat. Oh, right, like, right, right, right. Maybe convince them to shoot him for for him, but he just, no, he just did it himself. He just shot him. Shooting him is probably the only thing they could have done, because if they took him away to even the highest security prison, he could probably talk his way out of it. Yep. For pressure points and all that. Um, so there's that. Unless he was just kept in solitude forever. <laughs> now even then, you gotta talk to guards sometimes. Yeah, but you gotta see the guards. If you're in solitude, there'd just be a little window mm. for food. <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, he shoots him, so off Sherlock goes to prison. Um, by the way, uh, Watson decided to stay with Mary, even though he's like really mad at her still because he finally uh, accepted the fact that he's attracted to danger, which is a point in the show, which was at some point. Um, <laughs> that's why he started going with Sherlock, because his psychologist said that he was, you know, PTSD and trying to get back to normal life, but the problem was, yeah, not that. that. The problem was that he needed danger. And yeah, didn't have well, it. the first episode, they said, you want to go back to war. So yeah, he is attracted to danger, and finally he accepts that fact, and they're back together. But Sherlock is shipped shipped off to prison. But oh wait, oh no, he's not, because just as the credits. No, 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 he wasn't shipped off to prison. He was. Uh, they were gonna prison, but then Mycroft said you can't put Sherlock Holmes in prison. Like, it, it would just cause a riot every day or whatever. He's 
said instead earlier in the episode he suggested that Sherlock go off on this you know in CIA type mission in Europe that he said you would probably die in six months and so that's what he ended up sending oh, okay. him off to right and just before the credits start rolling I mean you hear the credits music start <laughs> and then it, then it, it uh, is hacked the signal is hacked by this um, thing that uh, this figure that showed up on TVs all around the world, or at least London, uh, that keeps hearing you keep hearing this one. Did you miss me? 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 <laughs> and then Mycroft uh, calls Sherlock on the plane, and he says, "Are you feeling bad about what you did yet? <laughs> uh, because we need you." And Oh, for God's sake. It's been four minutes. <laughs> I've been gone for four minutes. Well, I hope you, uh... I hope you know what you did, and I hope you feel sorry for, for everything, because we need you. <laughs> and then they call the plane back, and they're like, Well, this is impossible. Everybody's saying, This is impossible. This is impossible. He's dead. He's dead. He's dead. And as soon as I hear, uh, not he's dead, or it's impossible, did but as me? soon as I heard, Did you miss me? The first name that popped in my head was Moriarty. And, I mean, sure, it could have been, you know, Magnuson. It could have been Magnuson uh, because we just saw him die. It would be impossible for him to come back. But the first thing that comes to your mind has to be Moriarty. He's the biggest villain of Sherlock ever, but that still doesn't make any sense. But could it be Moriarty? It was because you, you see a picture of Moriarty on the screen saying, Did you miss me? Did you miss you? Uh, but... Um, and that's pretty much where the episode ends. Um, Although after the credits, they act, they didn't. The whole thing, did you miss me? Was a digital image of just Moriarty's face animated to say, did yes, you miss me? Yes, it was animated. Yeah, it wasn't his voice. It wasn't his voice. Just, it just, was just a digital image. But at the end of the credits, they actually showed video of Moriarty looking at the camera and say, did you miss me? Yeah. So so we was have that canon though, or was that right, just a fun, well, <laughs> fun joke? We have reason to believe that Moriarty is alive. First of all, because people never stay dead on the show. Uh, he shot himself in the face. Yes, we know. But so did the guy in the end of... Spoilers. Spoiler alert, sorry. <laughs> Fight Club. In almost the same exact way. <laughs> Everybody's seen Fight Club. Now, um... I don't think it was the same way. It was, it was more he put like it. this. Mycroft was more like this. No, he, he did it. He did this. He could have missed something, and he could still be alive. Uh, I think Sherlock would have known, though. It, but Moriarty is as smart as Sherlock. They could have both faked their death. Anyways, uh, we hold also on, have... Hold on, Stephen Moffat said Moriarty is dead. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway... Rule number one, the moth lies. The moth lies. <laughs> The second reason why we should believe that he is alive is because he acted in the episode itself. Even though it was a uh, dream sequence, he was also there and he was also at the end saying, Did you miss me? Uh, as well. So we have those two reasons to believe he's still alive. I think he might still be dead. I think it could be a copycat. A copycat. It could be maybe he had things planned in advance like Saw that were that were still happening even though supposedly Sherlock disbanded Moriarty's entire operation uh, 
maybe he planned some things in advance that were gonna happen, you know, even if he died, that sort of thing. Maybe he has copycats. Maybe he is alive, but I don't know. See, the thing is, nobody can act like Moriarty but this guy. This guy is insane. He's really, really good at the role. I can't see anybody taking his place and doing well taking his place. I can only see Moriarty being like, I'm back. I'm alive. I've been alive this whole time. I've been planning my vengeance and all this. I can see that. <laughs> uh, and they said two more seasons of Sherlock, and maybe that's a Moriarty thing. Maybe it's two more seasons planned out with Moriarty being freaking crazy. Sherlock Holmes isn't just, you know, Moriarty isn't the only villain in Sherlock Holmes. Charles Magnuson, for example, was one. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a huge Sherlock Holmes fan, but I've, you know, I've, I've seen other stories. That... So let's talk about Sherlock's fake death. <laughs> um, no, it was not introduced in this episode at all. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but I I watched this video. I think you're right. I think it was the explanation he gave Anderson because I watched this video of Comic Con, of uh, Moffat. They didn't say flat out how he did it, but what they did say is they're like, you gotta understand that there's only like a couple ways you can survive a jump off of a fall. Yeah. See, I think that originally their plan uh, that they had scrapped would have been awesome and would have made more sense with Sherlock, but the way they did it was just like, well, I kind of disappointed because I wanted more. Even if it, I've, even though I was wrong, just a little bit more. I didn't want him to jump into a balloon. That just seemed like way too easy of an out. They didn't explain that. They didn't say anything about the Waters Gang. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that one was uh, skipped right on over too. Um, there we can come back to that next season. Yeah, that's what they'll do. Now, when do you think the next season's gonna happen? Oh, you know, in f four or five years. <laughs> Somebody did an analysis, and they said that. Uh, Martin Freeman doesn't really have anything on his schedule on IMDb for filming. He always has something coming out, though. He's, no, he's, he, he has a bunch of movies all if the time. If you go to his IMDb right now, the only thing on Martin Freeman is... Um, well, Hobbit. And... Well, obviously The Hobbit, but that's already done filming. There is a TV series called Fargo where he is rumored... To be in it. And that's it. Just a rumor. But what about Benedict? Benedict has a lot. Yikes. Because people and love him. that's um, where people came up with some ideas about when the next Sherlock is going to happen. <laughs> he's got... I got the imitation game. He's got two movies that are done. And he is filming two movies right now. And there are two movies in pre-production and one announced movie. I guarantee you the Penguins of Madagascar is done filming for him. They're just putting together the animation. Um, it's, it should say post-production, though. Filming usually means voice recording for animation. Oh. So, and there's... They're filming that, and they're filming Magic, and... Oh, it's also a voice. Um, and two that he's rumored in... Voice is good, because voice doesn't take long to make. Right. So the, the two things that he's filming right now should be done fairly quickly. The next two movies he might be filming in the spring and summer of this year. 
Um, so the next available time he would have to film Sherlock is probably the fall. He might be free late summer or fall. Actually, no, I believe he has he has a stage show. Benedict Cumberbatch has a stage show in the fall. I believe so. The earliest he but has is late fall or winter. But don't the seasons uh, take a while while they're on hiatus between each season for usually Sherlock? It's, usually it's two seasons, but the earliest Benedict would be available right now, it seems, is probably early winter or late fall. 2014. That's when they could start filming. So if they started filming, it would probably take them at minimum a couple months to film all three episodes. So let's say they get done in February of 2015, and then it would take them at least a few more months for post-production probably. So the earliest I could see Sherlock season four airing is summer 2015. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's the earliest. Most likely, it's probably gonna be two years from now or so, which is always fun. What do you think of in general season three of Sherlock? In general, mm -hmm. I think season two is probably a bit better. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I think I like it better than one. Yeah, I would say. Um, season one, they were just getting started. They're um, realizing what they were capable of and they're getting used to some things. They're getting used to their Honestly, acting ability and friendship and chemistry and all that. What was your favorite episode? Of what? This season. This season? Probably the third episode. The third episode? I think I like the second one the most. The, uh, the sign of three? Yeah. Why? First of all, it had so many funny scenes. It's probably the and funniest episode of secondly, the series. Secondly, it had very smart writing in the fact that all these seemingly random cases all come together in this like epic conclusion at the end. It had good writing and it was funny. Uh, I didn't see it as uh, good in an important stance. Like, it doesn't the, matter if it's important, if it's a good story. For Sherlock, maybe. I think it needs to be well-rounded all around. Um, as far as the season goes for the me... The season premiere was also really good, too, though. As far as the se season goes for me, I like it a lot. I think it focused so much more on characters than any of the other seasons. Um, I didn't think it was focusing so much on cases as much as characters. Mm -hmm. um, which isn't a bad thing, but I do like Sherlock for the mysteries, so I kind of wanted a little bit more mysteries going on. Um, and for bad guys, I, I think a Sherlock villain needs to be completely, actually not just for Sherlock, for, for any series really, a, a bad guy needs to be a well-rounded character and for, for instance Moriarty was crazy looking, crazy acting, crazy in theory, crazy sounding, he was kind of like all around crazy. Uh, this, this new guy who was in, in the show to be the new baddie, he was scary in theory. And he was uh, crazy in theory. He's a good. He wasn't crazy. He was smart. He was his. The premise of his character was really, really good. He is also uh, really thought out in his his dialogue and speech and the way they carried about his character. But I don't think he really acted all that crazy. I think he acted like a businessman, and I think he's a little bit of a bully. But he was. Uh, I he didn't scare me. I I wasn't as. Uh, Threatened. Threatened, uh, and I didn't have the same impression, or anywhere near the same kind of impression I had with Moriarty. 
Um, I liked him for, I think, I, I didn't think they should have killed him right off, but I don't really care at the same time because, um, I, I think the big, biggest yeah. sense of threat was in the first episode with the bomb going off in the train as well yeah. as, you know, the flames that he was stuck in. Yeah. Um, but for the fourth season, I'd like them to get uh, more into actual cases. Like, uh, I don't know if they've, like, completely worn through the Sherlock cases, like, all in the second episode there. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't there are only a few actual novels of Sherlock. There is, most there's of, not most, many. Most of them are short stories, but there's like 50-something short stories. But even if they did go through all the stories uh, that they can use for this show, um, they, they, they still have a, some really good writers, and I know they can come up with some awesome uh, mysteries that Sherlock can solve. Uh, and I really want them to get back to that, and I, I don't want them to lose focus on the character development, because they're really good on that so far, but this season just seemed like it was more watered down with characters. And it was, it focused a lot on characters, on humor, on, and all this, but, uh, I want more, I want more mysteries, I want more cases. That's what I want for the next season. And well, they, we'll see. They got what two years to think about that. <laughs> D but did maybe by that time Stephen Moffat will be done with Doctor Who and he'll. Uh... <laughs> as as far as uh, cliffhangers go, this one was probably the second best out of all of them. Um, the first season was kind of tame, actually, in comparison to the second and third one. Uh, even though all of the Cliffhangers pretty much had to do with Moriarty. <laughs> um, yeah. Because <laughs> Moriarty's got to... I was like, in all the series season finales, Moriarty has to make some kind of speech. And even if it was in um, Sherlock's... Mind Palace. Mind Palace where he was dying, he still made a speech. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I didn't see in this season, really, was many foreshadowings. Well, as far as we know... Usually, with it, when it's within a season, they tell us. At least partially it. I think we'd have to watch it again, and then we might catch some more. Yeah. It's like we caught a lot when we were re-watching the yeah, other seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't know, this is a weird season, though. This is not like the other seasons. It's They went in a different direction. Yeah. And they had a lot of Hobbit jokes in this one. <laughs> yeah, they, they had this whole scene about... Uh, Sherlock being the dragon slayer, apparently. And it's the uh, the year of the dragon and all that. They um, should have said Sherlock was the dragon. And was it... <laughs> and uh, well, I don't think this was a Hobbit joke, but it said that Sherlock made a joke to uh, Watson about gaining weight earlier on. Like, they haven't seen him each other in so long, he's gained weight. But I think they're just making... That could have been an in-joke that maybe he gained weight over the break between episode 2 and 3, because there was a break between That was them. probably an inside, yeah, an inside joke for them. But still a pretty decent season. I'd say it's pretty much right there placed in the middle between the two. Yeah. Um, season 2's obvious. It's like the Dark Knight of the Sherlock series. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard to beat that one. You know, I'm kind of disappointed. Last season, uh, we had so many different, like, theories brewing, and this one, we're like, 
You know, either it's Moriarty, he's alive, or he's not. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There's our theories. We don't have anything more because, I mean, he either survived the gunshot or he didn't. I'm saying, if I was Moriarty, I'd be smart enough to know where to shoot. Could be. And I'd still have blood coming out. I mean, I don't remember Sherlock ever testing the guy's pulse. I mean, Sherlock jumps off a building. Gives, gives Moriarty enough time to leave. If he was alive. I don't think With he a big hole in his head. I don't think he would have been able to leave. He'd be sitting there with brain. Well, he does have... He, <laughs> he did have all his people, too, that were around the city. Some that were actually watching the building as that was transpiring. Right. Because they had to see if Sherlock would jump. So, they could have been right there and then wheeled him out. So who knows? So who knows? But, but I like the actor. Molly's uh, fiance was actually Moriarty <laughs> with a mask. <laughs> <laughs> That's my theory. <laughs> yeah. We're back to the mask theories. <laughs> if Sherlock can't have a mask, Moriarty can. That's right. Uh, anyways, uh, that's our show. 24 starts in three weeks when we're going to start off with 24 day one with our planned schedule of eight episodes, 16 weeks. I think we'll start with that plan, but if 24 gets announced for earlier, we'll have to modify it. Follow us on Twitter, because I'm having a lot of fun on Twitter recently with uh, TV uh, writers, actors, and uh, official <laughs> Twitter pages for the TV shows. That's fun. And uh, follow us on our WordPress, for that has articles on the new shows, as well as our uh, recent podcast. I'm going to about to post... I'm, I'm going to post the full second season of uh, Smaller on the Outside soon. Um, and follow us on our Facebook for there is everything you'll ever need for Smaller on the Outside, uh, including our TV battle, which is freaking awesome. And, is that uh, right? Yeah. And, uh, All the shows that weren't good enough to air in the fall. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Enjoy. Uh, peace out. I'm Dave the Detective. I'm the Timbot. No, you're not. No. Timbot's dead. No. Remember? <laughs> we scattered his uh, gears. His gears? <laughs> yes. Um, so. <laughs> They're scattered so that nobody can put them back together. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, peace out. The end. Peace out. Oh, the game is done.